Hi everybody and welcome to the Write-Up, Verse Publishing's writing podcast. We're here with loads of tips, tricks and techniques to start you writing and keep you writing. Everything from inspiration through to the practical stuff that can really make the difference between um, you getting your work out down on the page and not. My name is Rob Wickings and I'm the contributing editor here at Verse Publishing. And my name's Rob Maythorn, and I am the overarching editor, let's say, at uh, Verse Publishing. So, the Overlord. The Overlord. The, e- the benevolent tyrant, I think I am. Benevolent tyrant sounds like a very good way of putting it, actually. Exactly. Yes. The patrician. Yeah. Patrician, yeah, that would do as well. I can just see you on a throne, actually, just um, handing out edicts and, and demands, which we, yeah, we, 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 we like to do things. Yeah, you know, we're 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 very much genre based here at Verse Publishing, so you know we like we like to think we walk it like we talk it. Exactly. I do have minions. Um, <laughs> I do have a, 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 an army of faceless goons. They do have like clear face plates. I've seen it go wrong too many times. You don't want yeah. a full covering in in your minions' face. You want to know who they are. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. You want to you want to see that that that, that look of betrayal sort of just flip behind the eyes. And, exactly. And you, exactly. Then you you know who to send off to the um, the, the reprocessing plants for um, re-education and uh, mulching. That's how we run our business, guys. Don't say HMIC. It's fine. <laughs> With mulching, yes. Mulch, yes. Mulching of humans. <laughs> so, this week we're very much into into the practical side of things. This week, now there are. There are two almost mythical pieces of writing technology that have been floating around over the past couple of years. Um, one of which is um, Waytool's TextBlade, which is still yet to be released into into the public domain. Uh, it's almost mythical. It's supposed to be a fantastic little fold-away um, Bluetooth keyboard that will transform the way you write out and about. Will it ever happen? We hope so. We don't know. The other was the... Uh, was the iOS version of Scrivener. Now, um, we'll talk a lot more about... We're basically going to be talking about Scrivener this this episode. But the iOS version of Scrivener was always something that was kind of on a promise. Um, It was in development for an awfully long time, and it was one of these things that people never thought was going to happen. And then a couple of months ago, it did. It actually got launched. It arrived on the Mac App Store, and it's... It's transformative, frankly. It's taken what was a very, very useful piece of writing software and turned it into something that, if you're if you're a mobile writer like I am, where where you like to write um, in coffee shops, in pubs, on the train, whatever, it's it's made life just incredibly simple. Now, I I come at this from a slightly different point of view because mm-hmm. up until now, I have been a sort of a staunch text file writer. I, for all my sort of love of tech, when it comes to my writing, I tend to be very, very low tech. A Word file, a Google Drive document. I don't. I've never got on well with this kind of structured tool, shall we say? Yep, yep, very much so. So I, I, I have, now I have downloaded the app. I have got it on my my iPhone in front of me here. Mm-hmm. So I've had a little bit of play over the last couple of days with it. Um, but essentially, I'm going to open up the the, the talk with. A question to you, Rob. Sure. Having come as as a writer who is at this point staunchly block of text in a text file, 
which obviously works anywhere, any point. Why mm. do I want to swap to something like Scrivener? Okay. Um, the joy of Scrivener is that it's... <laughs> that, that's, that sounds slightly pervy, doesn't it? The joy of Scrivening. <laughs> um, the thing about Scrivener is that it's it's basically a home for everything that you need to put into a long-form writing project. Um, obviously, you've got the guts of it, the, the actual writing, the you know um, your your chapters um, and so on. But it also gives you a place to put all your research. It also gives you a place to put all your character notes, all your um, all the notes on your settings. It gives you a place to outline. It means that you can basically throw anything and everything into a project folder and organize it to be the best it can be. Um, so the joy of having having the mobile version of that is that you can basically just throw notes, ideas, so on and so forth into folders within a particular structured project and they're there both mobile on your iPhone, on your iPad or back of base on your on your whatever. I mean um Scrivener is not um is is not so um platform specific so there's a windows version um of scrivener as well as a mac version i mean obviously i'm a huge mac user so um it works brilliantly for me but if you if if you say like, huge you mean dirty right that too yes a dirty mac user dirty mac user well but, uh, says the man with an iphone yeah not not for my desktop I'm not, <laughs> not sullying your desktop no no um, no, no but uh, that that would be the the main reason that I would urge writers to at least try Scrivener is for that organisational thing, and um, for the fact that you're not tied down to any kind of formatting constraint. I mean, Rob's approach is is great because you are just basically taking raw text effectively. Um, I mean, okay, I'll throw a question back to you, Rob. Um, how do you organise that raw text into something that you can? use specifically as a long-form project um to be honest it is a a brutally manual process right okay um i tend to have a um maybe a word file but these days it tends to be a either a a dropbox file or a uh google drive file in which i just just write and write and write and write and write Mm -hmm. then i tend to a print that one out or go through it and then move things around from there right I, i i appreciate that it is like with my system that it isn't the most elegant systems and when i need to as occasionally do move whole chapters around or move rearrange stuff in in the order it gets very hard to do and if i want to change one thing in one chapter i'm going to scroll through reams of words first Hmm. but i've come to it from a simplicity point of view yeah now I will hold up my hands and say that the last time i tried things like scrivener and this kind this kind of ilk of writing software was probably a good three four years ago mm-hmm. um, so i have no doubt that it has come more mature in that time and it's ironed out some of the kinks that drove me insane with it back then sure uh, and i must say i still haven't looked at the desktop version of this um, i've only got the mobile app on my uh, iphone <coughs> ipad uh, that i have but i will say this that having played with lock of days i i do seem more keen on it now i have some qualms with it okay 
um, mostly around what I term as integration. Now, right. it, I, I'm well aware I'm kind of swinging from one pillar to the post here a little bit. Sure. But I feel that if I'm going to invest in a system that is mm-hmm. more complex than just Word files, I want it to do more like I can pin stuff into my research folder from Chrome. I can shoot stuff from Evernote through to it. That kind sure. of integration is the thing that I think I'm currently missing from it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I mean, we do have to bear in mind, obviously, that um, the iOS version of Scrivener is is in its early days. And mm. certainly, you know, um, the, the, man, uh, the makers of, of the software literature in Latte are, would admit that there is stuff missing from the iOS version that, could well be that the in fact is in the desktop version um i think it's just a case of you know when you're working on a mobile platform there's only so much that you can sort of cram into the ios version what amazes me with it is how much they have managed to kind of flawlessly pop in from 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 it from the bigger brother um Mm. so it's it's certainly worth looking at the at the um at the at the full fat version um you can get a, a trial a, 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 a like 30 day trial on it which um which usually is enough to for you to kick the tires and figure out what works and what doesn't yes it's got its flaws but i think it, uh, what what fascinates me the most was how firing up the ios version the whole scrivener um What's the word I'm looking at? Architecture, I guess, kind of makes more sense in the mobile version. Um, it's got a very good tutorial that will basically take you through step by step by step, so you know what's what and where's where. In terms of integration, it's kind of yeah, it's locked currently to Dropbox. Understandably, mm-hmm. I think they wanted to keep things comparatively simple, and you do need to kind of just be a little bit thoughtful about that setup when you're initially doing it. Um, but apart from that, you know, it, it's, I, I think the iOS version is actually a very good way, a very good introduction to, to the, to the tower of Scrivener, if you like, the way of Scrivener. Mm. Um, I will, I will say this, but one thing that I do like is mm. that the way I've t- tended to write in the past is kind of increasing levels of definition. So I would start with maybe five headline figures. So let's right. say, you know, Hero comes of age. Hero encounters dragon. Hero finds sword. Hero kills dragon. Hero comes home. Sure. Very basic. I would start yeah. with those five lines, let's say, yeah. and then I take that first one. Hero comes of age, and I break that down into maybe sort of ten steps. Yeah. And do that for each one of them. And we've discussed this in the past writing styles, and this is kind of the way I, I like to work. Cause I can I, I start with a big idea and work from there. Yeah, it's snowflaking, basically, is what it yeah. is. Yes. Yeah. And I like the fact in the Scrivener, like, because you've got when I mean, you create your project. Yeah. Uh, those of you that uh, know this and will know what I'm talking about, but I'll, I'll, I'll vaguely talk our, our new listeners through it. So when you create a project, in that you can create, in this binder as it's called, as your draft, your, your working copy, create folders and you can create like text, basically text files. So it's kind of like a, a virtual file structure. But I could create folders that were those first five headings. Mm. So the first headings are here comes of age. And stuff. Within that, I can then create another folder that says, you know, heroes, heroes abandoned by his parents on the footsteps of Mount I, you know, whatever I want those steps to be. Yeah. So the way I tend to work is kind of getting it down to a certain level, and then I start writing those chapters or those paragraphs or however I want to do it. 
I can use that folder structure to kind of guide myself. So even if I think we what we've often discussed on this show, like the the feeling of looking at a blank piece of paper, my my God, there's a book behind this to write. Mm. And I like the fact that you can start in the draft and create these folders that are here are my three big ideas. You know, teleportation's invented. Mm. The world goes to hell. Everyone say those are your three sort of phases of your story, or the seven, however many you've got in your mind for your story. Sure. And then you take the first one, you break it down. I like the way it can. You can use it to kind of guide yourself through the writing process, and to break what can be a huge, massive story into smaller chunks that are more manageable yeah what you've done there is is actually i'm I'm really pleased to hear that because what you've basically done is discovered all by yourself one of the things that does make scrivener great in in that you can make it work very easily for your style of working so Mm -hmm. so what you've basically done is is discovered the outlining tools that are kind of just baked in and use them in your own way and that's the joy of Scrivener, the fact that it is, you know, it's, it's a huge program. The desktop version in, in particular is, is, is so incredibly feature rich. There's stuff in there that you probably never need to use, but you can use it in the way that works for you. So, you know, you can use it as an outlining tool and you can use it in, as, as a kind of, as a as a cork board as well and you can juggle stuff around as and when you need it to it's incredibly good for pretty much anything like that um the desktop version as well has a ton of different um presets modules if you like so you don't just have to use it as a novel writing tool you can use it for screenplays you can use it for radio plays you can use it for um dissertations long t- and any kind of long-term project long-form writing project that you've got you can basically wrangle scrivener to do all that work for you and have everything that you need in that one program so you haven't got your research files all over the place on your desktop they're all in scrivener you haven't got your character notes somewhere else they're all in scrivener everything's in place and by having all that not just in place on your desktop but on your phone or on your iPad as well, means that you've got an incredibly robust and incredibly um, useful tool to wrangle that huge piece of writing to your will. Mm. I think I'm, look, I'm, I'm just on it now looking at the uh, the main version. So right. I do want to point out to our listeners here that we are in no way being sponsored by Scrivener for this episode. It's just it's a big tool in the writing world right now, and we're talking about it. It's not like a case of we are being paid to say nice things. No, 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 absolutely not. Um, I've, I've, I use I'm, 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 I love my writing tools. I've got all sorts of different writing pit, bits and pieces on my iPad. I think I've got ten different bits of writing software, but Scrivener has always been the one that I've always wanted on on iOS. So. You know, th- that's why I'm so enthusiastic about it, basically, mm. because it's pretty much do- it's doing everything that I wanted it to do. Uh, so other writing programs are available. Yes. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm just looking through it here. I think it seems to me, and I'm showing you back me up here, that the, the desktop version is probably the more complete version. It, oh, uh, absolutely. absolutely. It seems a lot more tools. Um, I still... one one. I, I still come back to the issue that I, I like research. I like my research. I, I use Evernote currently for all my research storage. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that this quite yet will replace that for me in terms of 
my research. Okay. Because I think if Evernote has integrations where I can chuck things on my Dropbox and get into Evernote, I can pin from from um, Chrome, all that kind of malarkey. Yeah. And I'm sure I could work out a way to do it with watch folders and if this, then that, and all that kind of information. I, could, I probably could work out a way to do that too, Scrivener. Yeah. But I, looking at it, it doesn't seem to have that integration out of the box yet. But that's, I mean, this is me, you know, complaining well, about small things, you know. Like, I'm, I'm complaining about the colours of my, of my seat in first class a little bit, I think. Yeah. I, I would say that if you have questions like that, it's worth actually reaching out to Literature and Latte as well. They, they, they are very good at actually get, you know, if you've got questions, they, you can reach out and they will come back and sort of say, well, you could try this or you could try that or, you know, we're sorry. We don't support that yet. Mm. You know, it, it, it's a product that's in th- that's regularly updated. It's got a huge fan base. It's also got a load of people out there that, that do use it and do comment back and find there are other ways of using it. You know, as you've proven, within within a week of you starting to use um, iOS Scrivener, you you found a way to for it to do things that you that that work for you. So. Who knows that you know? There's a community out there that that's happy to answer questions. I am. This is a very tiny thing. I'm just reading up on the on the website under the details, and they've mm. got license, um, and license. But license is spelled with the British spelling. Yeah, and there's a little asterisk saying, "Not a spelling mistake. We're British." Which I do <laughs> like, but they do, they do still charge in dollars. So you know, well, that that, that they give well, a take away there a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That you know that that that's the modern business world for you, unfortunately. Um, now, I will say, okay. I will say that, after you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I was going to say is, obviously, there are there are there are caveats to my huge enthusiasm for for Scrivener. Um, a, you know, you do need to spend a bit of time with it. It's it, you can get it to work sort of out of the box, but I think it's worth going through the tutorials, spending a bit of time um, playing around because there's there's a lot there. And, and specifically when it comes to say things like exporting back out again, what they call compile, there's, there's a lot of very, very rich and very, very sensible tools out there that will allow you to spit out everything from a, a raw text files all the way up to a completely formatted ebook or a, a manuscript. So it's worth doing that. Mm. The other thing I would point out is that it's not the cheapest, um, of solutions again straight out of the box um, the the full version of Scrivener is 35 bucks the iOS version is another uh, 14 quid something like that so, so you're probably looking at somewhere around the 40 to 50 quid mark for for the complete package you can get cheaper versions of uh, you can get you, uh, cheaper software that won't do as much but it might be fine for you mm. um Ulysses, for example, which I have been using quite regularly, um, will do a similar kind of thing for probably half the price, but it doesn't have a lot of the robust tools that Scrivener does have. So, you know, horses for courses, really. Have a look. Download the free trial. Specifically, if you've got something serious to work on, I, w- I would say it's definitely worth having a look at. I know a lot of people, particularly around NaNoWriMo time, will use... Um, the free trial or the half price mm. trial that literature and latte always roll out around that time to give Scrivener a try. And certainly if, if you want to just bang out word count, I think Scrivener can be a really useful tool. And I think with the iOS integration this year, takeoff is going to go through the roof. 
I, I, I can see that. I must say, I, it's it's piqued my interest enough to look at maybe using it for what I'm working on currently. Good. I'm currently, currently working through something in, in, in Evernote, and it's just not it's not great. Mm. Um, but it's doable. But I, I am. It would be a little bit what moving across. But I am tempted to give this a good fair shout, um, which I must say I haven't been in the past. So I'm a convert, Rob. You'll be happy to hear. Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. We'll, we'll certainly give it a go. And like I say, you know, if you have issues, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure there there are solutions out there. Even if it is kind of um, unfortunately we can't do this, but you know, mm. it's something we can look into. So there we go. Brilliant. Um, yes, yes. Uh, well, in conclusion, then um, Scrivener for iOS is 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 a major upgrade and. I think if nothing else, you know, if you've got an iOS device for 15 quid and you're a writer, I think it's worth trying that because it, it will still work as a standalone item as well. You can still mm. get stuff in and out of it. So there's no reason to not to give that a go and try the functionality, see what you get. Because, again, you've got that syncing to, to Dropbox as well. You can obviously pull stuff back out of Dropbox again as well. And that mm. syncing is, is very, very solid, works brilliantly. So give that a go. Brilliant. And as always, we tend to end with some inspirations of 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 the podcast. So, Rob, since our, our last record, what's been inspiring mm-hmm. you? Well, that isn't Scrivener. <laughs> that isn't Scrivener. Oh man, um, there's an amazing show on Netflix at the moment um, called Stranger Things. Damn you! This was mine. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, uh, I hope you've got a, a, a backup. Um, it's well. Uh, Obviously, Rob's been been as inspired as I have. It's a remarkable piece of work. Um, basically, uh, taking a lot of these the, the, the sort of inspiration of of nineteen eighties um, storytelling from the likes of Stephen King, Steven Spielberg, and uh, a very strong um, side order of John Carpenter as well um, in the story of a, a of a a ten year old boy that goes missing. And his, um, I was like, um, four episodes in, so don't spoil it for me yet. Okay, fair enough. All right, I'll, I'll just keep it, I'll keep it pretty loose. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm about the same actually. So it's, it's got pretty much everything that you want from something that is a little bit creepy, Stephen King ish, a little bit Steven Spielberg y, um, still Spielbergy? Well, yeah, you know what I mean. Spielbergian, probably. Spielbergian. Oh, I like Spielbergy actually. That's that. Yeah. has a certain ring to it. Um, it's it's creepy it's funny it's atmospheric it's well worth a look and you know it's 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 not a big big ask it's it's eight episodes long so give it a try um and i think if you're of um if you like the sort of stuff that me and rob like then you're gonna love this so Mm. very very strongly recommended um so rob what else has been um inspiring you this month so i'm i'm gonna throw in a my my backup because i did have an inkling that rob might might be breaking out stranger things so i did bring a backup um and that is the film from this year everybody wants some oh yeah richard link later kind of a it's been pitched as a bit of a spiritual sequel to his uh, classic Days Confused. It isn't a sequel, they aren't the same characters, it isn't picking up where that's where he left off. Yeah. Um, but it's about a college freshman going to college and meeting his teammates playing, playing baseball. And sort of his first weekend there, it is loose storytelling. There isn't a huge amount of plot, shall we say, mm-hmm. but 
the character work done in it is amazing um it is so evocative of the time um which is a time before i was born so i can't really comment on it actually but certainly you get that feel straight away i just thought it was a great piece of writing and a great piece of filmmaking it hasn't done great guns in the box office um but it feels like the sort of one that's going to find its life um in video on demand or streaming that's where this this film is going to find it so in the same way days confused found its home on vhs um, yeah. But if you haven't checked it out, and many people didn't, I would. I think it's well worth seeing. Yeah, and yeah. I think the, the the writing, the character work is very good, particularly. Cool. Yeah, I, I have to admit it was one that's kind of skipped past me. Um, I, I really did want to see it at the cinema, and unfortunately, it, it, it kind of popped its head up above the parapet for a couple of weeks and then disappeared again. So mm. I'm very keen on seeing it as soon as it pops up on VOD. Um, reviews for it were uniformly outstanding um the character work especially is it it's got a, a what i've seen of it i've seen old clips here and there it's got a really loose easy kind of a feel it, it feels like like something from a filmmaker that's very much at ease mm. with the environment with the surroundings with the characters um yeah very I'm, much so very yeah, very I'm, much so yeah it's certainly something i'm very keen on seeing so yeah i think that's definitely worth worth checking out as well Lovely guys. Well, till then, you can find us on Twitter. I'm Rob Kaiju. Uh, I'm Konohito, C-O-N-O-J-I-T-O. And I'll keep updated with how I get on with Scrivener as, as the week progress. Great stuff. Yeah, we'll probably try and pop a couple of links up on the website as well, just, just for the literature and latte downloads and um, anything else that, that comes to mind, really. Um, so, okay, until next time, um, enjoy yourself. Keep writing. See you then. Write Up is a production of Verse Publishing. Please check us out on Twitter at Verse Books and Facebook as Verse Publishing. See you next week!